0: Hello, my friends, and welcome into Studio de Hifre, where there's actually some cowboy topics to talk about. And when there's cowboy topics to talk about, guess what? I'll show up. So here we are. Two things today. Well, actually, at least four things today. And then your questions, of course, in the chat at youtube.com slash Jeff Kavanaugh. But I got two actual topics to start off with. One around head coach Mike McCarthy, one around quarterback Dakota Prescott. They're both fun. One from uh, Pro Football Focus. Actually, they're both from Pro Football Focus, or who I like to call. Per use, This broadcast is brought to you by my buddies at Bet Online, who are the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You get all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball championship finals, big game tomorrow, NHL hockey conference finals, MLB. Fighting news, next season's early NFL futures. Take the over on the Steelers win total. probably want to do that. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code BELIEVE B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello, everybody. And welcome in. See, Nick's, give us some time to get in. LOL. Yeah, that's always a challenge. It's like, do I just sit here and stare blankly at the screen knowing that later this is going to exist in an audio only platform? I guess I can edit that part out. Hard to say, but I'm giving people some time. Hello, my Twitch friends. Hello, my YouTube friends. Your projected starting 22. What would be your starting 22 if you were in charge? Jeff Heath is the goat because that's your username. I might do that one. Just give me a minute, but welcome in everybody. Mike McCarthy, tell me in the chat, where would you rank him in the NFL as a head coach? I was on Pro Football Focus this morning, and they ranked the head coaches. And the way that they did it, it's not perfect. Ranking coaches is pretty much impossible. Uh, But they ranked him in the top 10. They put him in the top 10. Brandon goes 12 to 15. I just want to make sure that the whole world realizes that all the people who are just really upset and sad, cowboy fans, that then just after a 12 and 5 season insists that the head coach is an idiot, the OC sucks, quarterback's not any good after they went 12 and 5. just it's nice to bring some balance to people. Here we go: 12 to 15, 14th, 16 to 20 area. Pro football focus has him 10th, right in front of Sean McVay. And right ahead of Mike Tomlin which that might be a little bit aggressive. But the way that they did it is they basically tried to figure out how good is your roster. And based on the tough part is they they used player salaries, which that's going to hurt Mike Tomlin. That's unfair because Ben Roethlisberger made a ton of money and he sucked. So what they did is they tried to figure out, okay, how good is the roster? And then how much does the coach have to do with winning? And Mike McCarthy came out 10th. Belichick, Harbaugh, Andy Reid are the top three. Then Kingsbury, okay, this list sucks. Pete Carroll, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Vrabel, Frank Reich, Mike McCarthy. Booty Nasty, Sean Payton, five to ten. Tomlin and McVay not being on the list terrible. Cliff was four. Yeah, okay, I got problems with the Cliff one. But based on how they did it, I could understand how Tomlin doesn't make it because he's just getting punished for having an underachieving offense with a highly paid quarterback. Because for some reason, they couldn't figure out a better way to figure out how good is a player than to use his salary. So Tomlin, in theory, wasn't coaching well because his offense sucked, even though he had a good quarterback. But he didn't have a good quarterback. He had a bad quarterback. He had a bad quarterback that made a ton of money, though. But I thought it was interesting. McVay gets punished because his defense is just good, even though a bunch of dudes on that defense are paid as if they're elite. So it's a wonky way to do it, and it's impossible to sort out how good is a head coach, because if you're a Cowboy fan, how much do you think Dan Quinn had to do with the defense being good? All of it, right? Probably all of it. How much does Mike McCarthy have to do with the offense? A little bit. Some. but not the play caller. How much credit or blame do you get on how the offense performs? Mike McCarthy's a fine head coach. Anybody who doesn't think so is a weirdo. Uh, He's a fine head coach. I don't know if he's top 10. He's damn sure not bottom 10. He's pretty good. All right, now I got to figure out how I can share this other thing. I think I got it figured out, though. Dak Prescott conversation real quick. Now, this is a real-life numbers where you're not guessing that I'm going to show you here. I need to share screen, window. This is the best I can do with the software I use, okay? So let me... Get rid of my graphics. Eerie. It's the best I can do, okay? You may not be able to see it. Maybe if you're watching on a giant TV, you can see it. But this is a pro football-focused thing. And what they did is they wanted to measure how good are quarterbacks when you perfectly cover the play they run and how good when it's not perfectly covered, right? So this goes all the way back to 2019. So that's a three-year sample size for DAC. And when a play is not perfectly covered, Dak is a top 10 to 12 quarterback. When a play is perfectly covered, Dak is a, Pat Mahomes is number one, Aaron Rodgers, number two, Sean Watson, number three, Josh Allen and Dak Prescott, four and five. I guess technically two is four, but that is who Dak exists with. When a defense covers your play really, really well, and there's not a lot you can do about it, Mahomes is the best. Roger's next. And then it's Watson, Dak, Josh Allen. Huh. That's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting, Dak haters. Pretty interesting. Sometimes I just like to look up stuff that's data-driven, that's factual, just to, if anybody who is here who's just like, Dak sucks, it's like, man. For a guy who, quote, can't read a defense and, quote, isn't accurate, that dude sure seems to process what's going on on a football field really well, even when the play is perfectly covered to have some of the best results in football. Kind of crazy, huh? Maybe if you think he can't read a defense, you're crazy. And maybe if you think he doesn't throw a football accurately, you're crazy. I don't know. Maybe. It's just my thought. Formulas in the building. Party at Jeff's and Pool Fund. I think we overrate coaches. There are only a few great ones and the bottom tier don't belong in the league from John. I think that's true. The coaches, the hard part about grading or rating head coaches is because we're not there, you don't know what they do. It's a lot of fun to be like, Mike McCarthy doesn't do anything. Kellen runs the offense. Dan runs the defense. He doesn't do anything. All right, go out there before training camp every day and let's see, what is Mike McCarthy doing all day? Because he's the one who is setting the plan. He is the one who is the foundation of everything we're going to do on a day-to-day basis, but because he's not calling the plays on offense and he's not a defensive coach, you have simpletons who are just like, he doesn't do anything. He's just there hanging out. Vance, better question to ask, which current head coaches would have done a better job than McCarthy over the last two years? I think it's a fair question. I think maybe some of the play-calling offensive geniuses in the league might have done better. Uh, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, so I wonder what that would have looked like. I obviously think Bill Belichick could have done better because I think he's incredible. But outside of those guys at the very, very top, I don't know. And nobody knows. I miss hearing your analysis every day on the radio, Jeff. I never caught where you transitioned to right here, youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh. I got other things happening, but don't worry about all that. Okay. Don't worry about stuff. Just be here. Just be here. You're Always going to have haters. That's all they really do is hate on everything. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point, but people stop doing that. Uh, Tim, on Twitter, could we trade Dalton Schultz since he's not in the long-term plans? All right, I want to clear up some real quick Dalton Schultz stuff. Real quick Dalton Schultz stuff. The Cowboys do need Dalton Schultz this year, right? Um, so I believe he'll be here this year and I believe he'll play on the franchise tag. Now, should they give him David and Joku? What did he get? 14, 15 million dollars a year. I don't think I would. And so, I think it's more likely that he's not going to get a long term deal done and that he'll be at camp and at uh, at mini camp and at everything that's mandatory. Because if not, he'll lose $50,000 a day. And that's not fun. Right. So, Dalton Schultz, and just to clear this up, because I saw this word being used on the Twitter yesterday, Dalton Schultz doesn't have any real leverage here. He's just doing the best he can. The best he can do when you're franchise tagged and the team says, We think that you're really, really good. So good. We're going to franchise tag you. Then, as a player, when you have the ability to try to put pressure on the team to get you a long-term deal, you do it. When does Dalton have that ability? Right this second, and then it's over. He's got a three-day stretch of voluntary things that he can miss without it costing him any money. And then the next thing on the docket next week is mandatory. And today's NFL with the new CBA, if you don't show up to something mandatory and hit your pockets, the team cannot waive that. You are losing tons of money. So Dalton Schultz doesn't have any leverage. He has the ability to express himself for three days where there's nothing that anybody can do about it and try to pressure the team to get him a deal. But if their plan is for him to play this year out on the franchise tag and then to have Jake Ferguson and Sean McEwen and maybe another draft pick or whatever be their tight ends a year from now, there's not a whole lot he can do about it unless he doesn't want his $11 million. Most people who are mid-round picks probably want their $11 million. So I don't think Schultz will be traded. Maybe they'll get a long-term deal done, but my guess is no. And he will report for everything that's mandatory because if he doesn't, it costs a lot of money. And I don't know how much he makes on Twitch. He's a sweet man, by the way. Be nice. Um, so yeah, that's the Dalton Schultz stuff. What else? There's a couple things at big deal 3141 on Twitter. How much could a healthy Malik Hooker going into the year upgrade the defense? That said. While most feel good about our starters at safety, if Hooker does get hurt, I'm terrified about our depth behind him. That is a fair point. I don't feel good about whoever's going on the field either if you lose Malik Hooker. It was nice when you had KZ and Hooker splitting snaps, and Hooker, as the season went along, I feel like got better and better and better. And so I do think that he'll be a quality starter as a free safety, and that's good. Boy, if he got hurt right now, who are you putting in there? Donovan Wilson is a free safety? I don't know. But most teams don't have good depth across the board. But No, I think Molly Cooker could be a, a really nice player. I think you could have a really nice safety tandem this year. Uh, Luca, what's your scouting report on McGovern from last year? Not very good. How do you feel about short scouting reports? Not very good like this guy who says Dak's top 10 sometimes, but he's inaccurate as hell when a team pressures him. That's just made up. That's made up. There is literally no way you could measure quarterback play on planet earth that Dak isn't a top 10 quarterback over the last however many years you want to do. There's no way on planet earth that you can measure quarterback accuracy and say that Dak's not an accurate quarterback. There's no way you could watch tape of football and make a reasonable case that Dak doesn't read a defense at a very high level. Those things aren't real. They're not possible. They're just not. And so I'm sorry. But if hating is what you do, I don't want to hold you back. i want to stop you from being you. You got to own who you are, man. Rock and roll. Outside of quarterback and running back, what positions do you feel good about? I don't have a lot on this team that I feel good great about like you feel great about individuals i feel great about trayvon diggs micah parsons tank lawrence and after that there's a bunch of guys where you're like no i'm good with that guy being a starter oh i was just doing defense on offense when he's out there i still feel great about tyron smith despite his playoff game i feel great about zach martin other three offensive linemen we'll see i feel great about cd lamb i feel good about michael gallup Washington versus Tulbert for the third wide receiver, I think, is fine. Uh, So I think your offensive line is probably fine. Probably it better be. Your quarterback is very good. CD is very good. Gallup is good. Diggs is great. Parsons is great. Tanks great. Outside of that, you're gonna play good football. If he keeps getting better at the rate we expect him to be, is the Aaron Donald deal the standard for a future Michael Parsons deal? (sighs) Probably. (laughs) Uh, What did Donald just get now? What is he? He's a 30-something million-dollar player. Yeah, Parsons, when he signs an extension, it'll be worth at least $30 million, I bet. Unless they just start playing him at linebacker and not having him rush the passer, because I would never pay a linebacker $30 million. You better be rushing the passer. quote, the read is here. The only read on the field is here. and For some reason, Dak never even looks here. Whoever said that is making something up because to pretend that you know, oh, Kurt Warner's QB confidential. No, yeah, that's fine. Like if Kurt Warner wants to claim that, like he can say, and he told you in his lead up to his quarterback confidential, that I can tell you about what I know and what I was taught. If Dak is reading a defense a certain way, it's because a pre-snap look told him that or the play design told him to do that. If you think a quality starting NFL quarterback is ever going to take the snap, look the wrong direction, and read the wrong player, that's a hot take. That's pretty hot take. Um, And then finally, at E.H. Wilson 3, what can the NFL team ownership and fellow teammates do better to help former players like Marion Barber before it's too late? That is a great question. It's not necessarily um, football-related, but I think everybody on planet Earth can play some sort of role in that, including the person who is struggling. I think that a person who is struggling needs to – uh even though it can be hard, needs to know that there are people in the world that you can reach out to and that you can try to get help from. Because a lot of times a person who is struggling feels like a burden on people. If you're like if you're gonna reach out like you're you don't want somebody to feel bad for you or to bring them down or whatever. Uh but I think for a lot of people you just have to remember that you're not a burden to people who care about you if you reach out when you're struggling because they care. Um and what I don't know what a team or a league can do exactly, other than have resources available and people in the lives of people that you know are struggling. Just reach out. That's what you can do. Reach out, be kind, don't judge, and listen. That's about the best I think I can offer on that. And with that, I thank you guys for stopping by the channel today and thank my friends at Bet Online for presenting this bad boy. And today is a good, as good a time as any to remind you that you never know what anybody is going through. So be cool to everybody. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.